Mindset Podcast is brought to you by Sarah and Kaylee. Join us every Monday and Thursday as we bring the most impactful ideas to shift your mind and provide you with skills and ideas to succeed in any area of your life. Our expertise help individuals to make decisions and achieve personal and professional success by opening the mind to all that you are capable of and empowering you to do it through motivation and inspiration. Sarah. I'm good. I'm good. I know Ranja's trying to connect. She's having some te- technical difficulties. You know, 5G. We get it. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, as you guys are jumping on, uh, just above us, there's going to be a link that says, please get permission to StreamYard. This is so we can see the comments. So we want to interact with you guys. So put them in the comments below and uh, we'll answer any questions that you have. We'll shout you out. We'll give you some love. Super excited for today's guest. She is a expert thought leader and she really understands the concept of thoughts into things. So she's a Bob Proctor consultant and she is fabulous at what she does. She's very intuitive. She is very spiritual and connected. So business is a spiritual game. I always say that. Hey, April. I always say that. Uh, hey, Kayla. Spiritual is a uh, business is a spiritual game and you need to have it in business absolutely hey everyone hopping on keep the comments coming we love seeing where you're coming in from too so if you want to put that in the comments that's awesome i yeah. want to see how far we can reach because we are I global i love ah, it this is so exciting welcome <laughs> welcome welcome so today we're going to talk a little bit about uh the universal laws we're also going to talk a little bit about um your goals and how to reach them and how you have to be committed right you have to be committed to your goals your dreams and desires because if you don't have commitment it's not going to happen i was going through my book uh looking for uh the quote by napoleon hill and i'm, I'm i think it's um nobody's ready for a thing until they they're ready for a thing Something like that, right, Kayla? Yeah, right. Something like that. I was looking through that, and I was looking through my PGI book here, my Proctor Gallagher book that I was looking for. And I always come across when I'm when I'm going through this book, I'm like, oh my gosh, that speaks to me. That speaks to me. So of course, I have my tabs. There's Ranch. Hi, Ranch. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, so I really learned something new today. <laughs> StreamYard doesn't work with Safari. <laughs> so, yeah, wow. that's right. So I didn't yeah. know that either. <laughs> but it's yeah. all good. I'm here. Thanks for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here. You guys look fantastic. Thank you. So do you. So do you. It's awesome. <laughs> hey, Jada. Hey, Yvette. Hey, Kayla. Hey, April. Hey, Susie. How are you guys doing? Oh, my gosh. It's so nice to see you guys on. All right. All right. So, um, Ranj, we did your introduction uh, that you're oh, a thought <laughs> leader in the spiritual realm and that you're really connected with source. And um, we, we this is a business community. So we're really heavy, heavy focused on growing sales, closing sales in this community. And business is a spiritual game. 
Like it has Absolutely. to be, right? Yeah. So we want to bring you on to, to give us a little bit of knowledge on that end. Thank you so much. Um, absolutely. We are all spirit, right? And anything you do, if you're connected to spirit, your spirit is living to and through you and it's connected to everything around you. So how do people receive you? How do they hear you? How do they want to connect to you? Like, you know, do you ever get that feeling when you're like, I really like that person? I know with that person's cheaper, like I've had this experience or like someone's getting a better mortgage rate somewhere else, but they really just loved my energy and how honest they felt I was like, whatever it was, like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like my business is going to be better here with you. Can you it's tell us a little great. bit about your, your business background? Like where you were, I didn't get into that part. Yeah, sure. So I actually did accounting, <laughs> boring store and accounting. Sorry for those who are in it because you might love it. Uh, for me, sitting in a cubicle was not the thing. Like, I, you know, month end would roll around and then year end would roll around. And it was always like the month would go like this because we're always preparing for month end. And it was great. I was getting promoted. I tell you, I kid you not, like every three months, it was a wonderful, the pay was great and all that was great. It's just, I wanted to get up and go and talk to people, even in, a, in an office, I wanted to get up and go like interact with people. So when we had events, that was my thing, you know? Oh, I got to like, I did French calls. I, I don't remember how to do French anymore, but I used to connect to people speaking French in, in French countries and the French province. And um, anytime I got a chance to speak to someone outside of the office was life, right? So I transitioned into sales at the bank. Um, so I became a financial advisor and I did really well there too. Um, again, promotions. Uh, actually the first year I was in the bank, uh, it would, would be considered a trainee on the sales side. I did mortgages, investments, and all that. I was asked to take the courses to jump four levels up, three levels up. Yeah. Um, and that that was huge. That, that's huge because it's very incremental in the bank, right? Like you go from level one to level two, right? Uh, and then, and, and that's how it works. But I was like, I was kicking it so hard that <laughs> um, the manager used to come into my office and ask me for advice on what he thought. And because I was so connected, I knew what I was going on with everyone. And he knew I knew what was going on with everyone. So he would sit in my office and he's like, Ranch, can you give me your insights? What do you think? And I, and I was like, yeah, sure. Um, I have to tell you, my confidence wasn't that great. But the manager's coming into my office and I didn't even recognize who I was. Like manager's sitting in my office connecting with me and I'm not seeing the value of myself in that moment. And he he's getting me to do, a, do a, the job of someone who's his level. And he's like, I know you can do it. I'm gonna stay back here and see what you do. Literally, that was what was happening all the time. And so then he's like, take the courses. Now, unfortunately for me, my energy wasn't in alignment to all that greatness. I had a really bad car accident the day he had asked me to do that. Took me out for five years. I, 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 I was not able to get back to that space because I wasn't even wanting to go back to work because the accident was so bad, right? And 
I have to say, all of that hindsight was this moment of transformation because I remember I thought I was going to die. I literally thought I was going to die that that day. And um, I I was running to go and get my daughter from, from daycare. And then I remember this man with a gold phone in his hand and he came over and he was trying to apologize for the accident because it was his fault. And he's like, ma'am, do you need to call someone? I like, I don't remember his face. All I remember was this gold phone in his hand. And I was crying, just crying. And all I said was, oh, it's Wednesday. And I, and, 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 he, and, and I realized that I didn't even need to be going to get my daughter that day. She had so, an after daycare thing. So Bob talks about this, right? He talks about we change when we have an emotional impact, right? So something like this would be an emotional impact. Funny, today's Wednesday. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. 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 So that moment, I realized I was running around all the time. I wasn't able to receive my blessings. And I had immense amount of blessings in every area, but I was blowing them away because of my thinking. I wasn't good enough, wasn't doing enough, all this stuff. And it was all handed to me on a silver platter. Like it was just right there. Things would come and I would blow it away. I kept like walking away, like self-sabotage. Guys, I know you know what I'm talking about. I was doing that. And I set myself back five years because of the self-sabotage. But that, the, that moment changed my life. Because I, I, I decided that moment that I'm not doing this anymore. Like my, my life could go in an instant. Yep. What have I enjoyed out of it? Have I really enjoyed my kids? Have I really enjoyed my family? Have I really enjoyed the fruits of my labor? Do I even, like, I don't even have a moment to breathe, right? It's like, go, 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 go all the time. And then you go on vacation. We weren't even going on vacation at that time because there's this bill to pay and that bill to pay and that bill to pay. But, hey, let me tell you guys, vacations, you it's the same person. You're still going, you're going there for a week. Let's say, let's say you get lucky, you go for a month, right? Yep. You're still there thinking exactly. about your stuff, your shit. Those so, things happen, eh, in, in your life to almost make you step back and say, like, what are you doing? You know, like, if that didn't happen, Ranch, would your life have changed in that instant? No, no. It really so, made me take a deep dive. But Go why ahead, do we wait for that emotional impact to happen? That's it. That that hit we need. It's so we wait. stupid. We wait for car accidents and cancer and death and loss. Like we wait for that to happen. And then we decide to change our lives. You guys, you know what? Think about this. Your phone runs on empty. You plug it in when it's about to die or it's dead. And it's like, shoot, I just lost the conversation. Right? You're running, you're, you're driving. Right? And you're like, oh, my tank is running out. And you go like right when it's empty. Right? And then there's people who say, oh, I work the best under pressure. That's bullshit. I'm sorry. It's bullshit. 
why why do you think you work best under pressure like why would you want to do that to yourself yeah like do you know what you're doing to your body do you know what you're doing to your nervous system you're telling yourself you need that hit in order to have produce something in your life and that's because we're used to not enough what if what if you were always full what if you what work you, near the end all the yeah. time and like learn how to be more effective that's right right the effortless way bob talks about this and so praxis is my favorite my favorite lesson that he talks about and he says we are all responsible for where we are and the results that we are experiencing and he talks about it it's belief plus action mm -hmm. right so I know for myself, I was raised to believe that I had to work, work, work. I had to work 40 years for the same company, get my, maybe get my raise. I remember working for a company where they put a raise on for three years, but the work kept piling on. I'm like, this makes That's no right. sense. Yeah, because it's always striving to do more and better. And you're living out someone else's goals yeah. without creating your own, right? You're living out someone else's vision, but what's yours? You're so busy appeasing someone else's vision that you haven't even created time to create your own, right? And so you go to work, you wake up, you might eat a meal, you might not. I remember me when I was that busy, it was like, oh, grab something on the way. Get to the office and you're already hitting the floor running. Oh, I forgot to eat, it's lunchtime. Oh, I might work through my lunch. Like, you know, you're just so busy. Where's the balance? Right? And you know what? You might love the office. You might love, like, because I miss the office. I do. I love the people I work with. I love the clients that came in. Right? The thing is, it, it, if you love it, are you really loving it while you're there? Like, really? And most importantly, are you loving yourself? through it because you're gonna burn out i think i have something in my <laughs> but yeah so, you're gonna burn out so you love working with the laws right you I love, love the natural law. i know you do you love working with the laws and bob proctor says only those individuals whose belief are sound are in harmony with the laws of the universe and have been integrated with their behavior will emerge as real winners in the new economy now this was written quite a few years ago, right? Yeah, so, and so does the economy, right? We are in a new economy, like gone, we are in the gig age, right? And I, just like you, Ranch, I loved working in an office. I loved having people to connect with and, and help and things like that. I just didn't, I didn't like being there. I like the people, I just didn't like being there. So I created my own office. Now I have a virtual office. Right? <laughs> I have a team that we meet and we do the same things online that we would do in a business. And somebody once asked me, do you have to have a sad story to be successful? <laughs> you don't have to have a sad story. You don't have to have a sad story. Absolutely not. But everyone has a story right now the laws of the universe everything exists simultaneously the sad story and the happy story are both there at the same time what are you what are you training not not training yourself but what are you focused on 
Because a lot of us live sad. There's no happy there. Right? And you, you, you tell yourself you have nothing to be happy about because things aren't the way you would like them to be. Well, who the heck is going to do that? Who's going to change it for you? The happy is right there. And then you get into the, I don't have the money, I don't have the time. Do you have a plan? Exactly. <laughs> did you did you even decide you want something else? So Sarah and Kelly know I'm in this house that I just bought. It's a bigger stretch than the house I was living in before. It's double it, right? What? <laughs> right? And I'm living in a very prestigious neighborhood, right? Um, I've had people come over and like, wow, this is a really nice neighborhood. I'm like, yeah, it is, right? Now, how did I, like, I had a plan. I didn't have a plan at first. It was just, I knew I wanted this. I knew I wanted something more. I I didn't have the money in my mind. I had it in the in the bank account. I didn't, but it happened. Why? Because I believed in it, right? Now, you guys want something. Whether it's the top level of of your bank, like your your or your business, you want to reach a level, you want to get recognition for it. But then you have this sad story. But why it could, can't happen for you? I'm going to give you guys this example. I'm sitting in the bank, and it's a Saturday. I think someone asked me to change their shift. It's like, yeah, no problem. We can change shifts, right? And in walks the client. And I'm the senior there, so I get the client. Do you know that person brought me like $7 million in that one moment? It happened in a minute. I got recognized. I was put on stage. I got awards. I didn't do anything. (laughs) I was in the right place at the right time and had somebody else been there it would have been theirs and people say that that was supposed to be mine well they weren't there i would divine timing right so joe i'm reading breaking the habit of being yourself by dr joe dispenza and he talks about we we live in survival right so because we come from a history of surviving to survive right so caveman went out at sunrise they went to hunt for food shelter fire then when, you know, our, my great grandparents, no indoor plumbing, they farmed their land, they slaughtered their own animals, they worked their land. That's how they survived, right? But yeah. we live, we live, we are so privileged right now. This is what our ancestors dreamed of. And we don't even put it to work. We are still living in survival mode based on the past of our ancestors. So yeah. we're literally picking up our past and putting it into the future. Yeah. And Joe says, when you're living in survival, you're trying to control or force an outcome. That's what the ego does. When you're living in an elevated emotion of creation, you feel so lifted that you would never try to analyze how or when a chosen destiny will arrive. You trust that it will happen because you've already experienced it. Guys, the day before closing, I didn't have the money. (laughs) The day before closing. It all happened. You want to know how? (laughs) I'll look back and we'll figure it out. The how doesn't matter as long as you want, right? And, you know, I love that comment uh, that Joe Dispenza talks about. 
we didn't, we had, we're always in, in survival mode because that's what our mind is programmed to. We look for danger. There's a yeah. great book. Um, I think it's Michael A. Singer's Untethered Soul. Talks about, I, I think it's that one. I'll, I'll have to check, but because um, I've read so many books. Uh, <laughs> um, so when we're in our, uh, oh, I know which one it was. Um, I'll get back to you. It's in my head. Uh, <laughs> it's a purple book. I'll tell you in a moment. But the, when we're in our protective layer, like that's how we are. We need to make sure that we're safe. Now, back in the day, safety was as our habitat, food, right? Like we needed to make sure that we weren't being attacked by an animal or whatever, right? Like that was human nature to watch out for threats, right? Now, our threats that we watch out for, believe it or not, are people and the things we say. Yep. All ego-driven. It's not really a threat. We don't have the same threats we used to, but we're programmed that way. It's our DNA. It's in our yep. DNA to watch out for what's threatening towards us. Now, what we perceive as threats is really not a threat. Oh, that person doesn't like me, or that person said that to us, right? And now we're sitting in our head analyzing how things could be different. And that's the threat. Like, really look at that, guys. Yeah, it's true. You're are, so right. Are it's, threats really that scary? Are we really we just, like, facing our fears and understanding that they're false? They're not even – like, their imagination of something that doesn't hasn't even happened. Because we fear, need to protect ourselves. Yeah, fear, false evidence appearing real. That's right. And so you're creating a thought to protect yourself from something that's going to harm you. And that's an old pattern. It's in our DNA. So guess what? Knowing this, now you could create a thought about something that could happen positive, that you can really enjoy. Both didn't happen. Both are unreal. Yeah. Right? You get to choose. You could choose the fearful thought and think of it threatening to go after something, or you can choose a faithful thought and choose it something op like optimistic to look forward to for happening. It's yours yeah. to, to do. Yeah, and it's your responsibility to choose, right? So responsibility right. is a choice and it truly is the key to freedom. Will Smith said that God put all of the good stuff on that other door, other side of the door of fear. I love that quote yeah that's my said. favorite yeah yeah I and love he, it. he explained it so so good and yeah. those who win big in life take responsibility and create their own destiny 100 percent. so guys this house i've always wanted it for years we used to have a bigger dog and i used to promise that dog all the time this was when my mindset wasn't where it is in alignment today and we had to give away that dog and then we got another dog right? Like fast forward many years. And I, I, I found myself promising the same thing to this dog. And I found a book of affirmations and things that I had written in. And that was in there. And I was like, wow, I really got to get this done. This is enough already. So guess what? 13 year old career with the bank. You think that's where I was going to get this place? No, I would have had to work another few years. I resigned. And that seven million dollars wasn't yours. <laughs> a year later, I'm in the house. 
Wow. And you know what? I, I love that we're on the topic of our thoughts and creating either a negative thought or a positive thought. And negative thoughts always are based off of fear. But when you really are able to grasp that concept of our thoughts are ours that we can we create and we have the power to create every single thought. Yeah. That that's what changed my entire life. Like I'll be straight up honest right now. When I came to realization and just totally understood that my thoughts create my world and my reality. That's literally what it is because you can tell yourself anything you want to and believe it. Right. And that's, that's the thing about the mind is the mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not. It only knows what we tell it. Like how different, right? Like how different can your life be right now? Just thinking about that concept and how you're living. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. 100%. You know, um, Sarah mentioned the power praxis. Okay. I want you guys to understand this. When we think positive, I I have this saying, stop icing your shit. (laughs) Thinking positive, but you have, you're operating on a negative mental attitude. It's not an alignment. You're, you got one thing in the subconscious programming and consciously you're like, no, let's just be positive about it. You're not aligned. They're two different thoughts happening. You know what? The negative mental attitude, the lack, the scarcity, the, uh, the not good enough, whatever you've got going on in the background, that's the thing that's going to be pulling you. And so, so it doesn't matter how positive you are on the surface. You need to get your thoughts in the background to be aligned to what it is you say you want. So if you say you want, let's say, for instance, the house I was saying I wanted, but in the background, I'm like, I'll never get that. Guess what? I'll be right about that. I'll never get that because that's what I've attached my feeling towards. And feeling causes action. So we gives you the result. We talk to a lot of people on a daily basis and we have great conversations and most people are pretty positive for the most part, but they always say they want to do something, but they don't have the money or they need to make the money. They need the money. The money's not coming in. (laughs) Their business isn't growing because they need the money. So they're, they've anchored the result on the money, which is causing an emotional reaction of, of living in the current reality of not having the money. Yeah. So what would you say to them? (laughs) it's funny. I was just having a conversation with somebody just a few, like a a couple hours ago and we're talking, sorry guys, there's this a fly just flying around here because the move got them in here. Um, There. So I was saying anything you have in your reality right now happen in your mind first. It didn't happen anywhere else. Like your job happened in your mind first, your home, Everything, your wife, like your spouse, whomever. Babies. Yeah. It happened in your thought first. You saw it for yourself. You're not going to get money if you don't see it for yourself. Do you see money for yourself? There's a lack and scarcity mentality. I bought, I went and saw sign on a dotted line for a home that was very outside of my reach. Never thought I could do it. I didn't have the money right there physically, but I knew it would come. 
and my friends, it came. It came. That's not the only thing. Like when I left my 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 job, when I resigned, I I remember going into Costco right after, and I had like this moment of like anxiety, extreme anxiety. I was shaking. I spent like three, four hundred. Costco, you never get out of there spending like a little bit, right? <laughs> so I got out of there and I started shaking, like literally shaking. And and I had just resigned. And at the bank because it could threaten privacy, they pay you and they ask you to leave, right? So I was like, oh my God, I don't have a job. What am I doing? I'm spending all this money. But I, I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted to do this business and I wanted to help a lot of people. And then I had to really look at what my thoughts were. This whole idea that I don't have gets me really, really tight right? So I had to see something else. I had to see, wait a minute, I have clients that I'm leaving this work for. They're paying me. Did I really leave a job thinking I wasn't going to make money? Did I really do that? That I wasn't going to get clients? I had to really look at what my mind was doing. The threat, remember what she was saying, Joe Dispenza thing? The threat, we're programmed to look for what threatens us. Yeah. And I had to listen to that. I had to listen to what was I feeling threatened by? Why am I having this major full-blown anxiety attack? I grabbed a piece of paper and I started writing down what the heck I was thinking in that moment. Can I tell you that was the worst anxiety attack I ever had <laughs> and it was over within a minute. I couldn't even hold my phone. I was trying to hold my phone, I couldn't do it. And I grabbed a piece of pe a paper and pen and I started writing very, very difficult because my hand was shaking like crazy. And then I realized, what was I thinking? Oh my gosh, right? And then I, wait a second. I didn't leave a 13-year-old career with all that stuff that I had with this idea that I'm going to fail. That moment, I was just fearful of failing. Yeah. And all I had to see was, what was I out to do? And you know what I did? went across the street and bought something else because I saw the money coming in. You have to see it first, guys. Yep. Take the, the extra. In order to have money, you have to do something different with it than what you would be doing right now. Yeah, to get really? different results, right? Yeah, you, your relationship with it won't change. When doing I, the same thing, expecting different results is insanity. That's right. Like when we wait for something, it's, we're operating from if this, then that. You have yeah. no faith. Your belief isn't there. The trust isn't there. And I, I tell you, you'll survive every time. If it's, you like telling, it's like telling a personal trainer, when I lose 30 pounds, then I'll hire you. That's right. That's yeah. right. When I have the money, then I'll join your services that will help me make more money. It, it make, it's so funny. People are like, I, I, I need to make money, but I can't work with you. Yeah, because I need so, money to work with you. Well, I wanted to talk about um, a, a little quote here from Napoleon Hill. So chapter one, truly thoughts are things and powerful things at that when they are mixed with a definiteness of purpose, persistence and a burning desire for their translation into riches or other material objects. Do you have a burning desire or do you just continue to bitch and moan and hope you get different results? Yeah. The burning desire comes when you, you take an idea 
and you sit on it and really ask yourself you if you want that right like really when you're operating day to day you go to sleep you're in the shower you're washing dishes you're driving your car what do you think about every day that's got your burning desire in it by the way right if it's your bills then it's an income desire right if it's vacations then it's a traveling desire if it's so, like a partner <laughs> yeah oh desire for love right so um Again, we talk to a lot of people every day and and there's no middle class. Let's go. Let's be real. There is no middle class anymore. We are all living at the poverty line because we have consumer debt. And for some reason, along our uh, history or, or lineage, consumer debt became comfortable. We got comfortable yeah. having maxed out credit cards. We had comfortable being house poor. We had comfortable being, you know, in debt to purchasing cars like but that's considered middle class, but it's actually poverty because you, it's going to take you a lifetime to pay that off. And you most likely will leave it to your children. And I'm just being honest here uh, because that's how I lived. And that's how I see it with my family. I've seen my family live with nothing, die with nothing, leave their kids with nothing. Like I personally witnessed it. And Napoleon says, poverty is attracted to the one whose mind is favorable to it as money is attracted to him whose mind has been deliberately prepared to attract it and through the same laws. Yeah. Science of getting rich, guys. So good. Um, so there is no poverty. Just just pause for a second and accept this truth. There is no poverty. I want you to really pay attention to what you're thinking when I say that. There is no poverty. I really like to take pauses, guys, because I like that's where you get to see where your body is giving you the signals because you'll feel it. You'll feel like, oh, like that doesn't feel right to me. Like when I'm saying that, what is that? What does that do to you? But what about the people who have no food, right? Homeless people. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. If you really understand faith, universe, abundance, there's no reason for anybody to go without food. Look at Joe Vitale. Joe Vitale was homeless, living on a park bench. Yeah. There is no poverty is the truth. It is the absolute truth because there's only abundance. But when you say there is poverty, that's where your mindset is. That's what you're going to attract. That's what you're going to see. That's where you're like, well, that's where you get your reasons for not going to the space of abundance. There is no poverty. Every person has has the right to eat. Every person has available to them the same as everyone else. The thing is, your mind is not attuned on how to have it. Your mind is attuned to why you can't have it, why it isn't yours, what happened to you, your past stories, generational stories, and, and then responsibility isn't yours to get out of it. I think it all meshes together, right? Like your thoughts and your belief. If you have the mindset of being in that place of thinking and believing that you're in poverty and you're feeling stuck and you're always thinking that way, that's the place you're going to stay. You right? don't do anything about it. Yep. And I'll tell you guys, this is, I have, I, I can tell you guys stories about my, my, 
moments up till now because they're very profound. I, I remember that moment where I took responsibility. I was at a birthday party and I looked around and everybody was successful. They were with their partners and, and it was my cousin's birthday, my cousin's wife's birthday, my, my, my sister with her husband who was very supported growing up. Like her, her reality in our life, like uh, was very different. Our parents are very different towards, my mom was very different towards her than she was to me. She was never abused, but I was, right? And I'm not saying this this is bad. Like I, I'm actually very grateful for my journey. I'll tell you, because in that moment we're sitting we're at the party and I'm looking around at everybody and I'm angry. I am so mad. I was so mad with my parents, like so angry. And um, I was looking at my brother and myself who didn't have it as nice as everybody else in that room did. And I was like, if you had only done this, like what my life could be like. And, and, and I remember coming home and I, and I just could make it to the door. And I opened the door and I literally was crying so loud. And my son was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm a loser. Like I literally was saying this to myself, right? And he's like, what do you mean? Like, look at all you've accomplished. And, uh, and I didn't think I was adequate enough, right? And in that moment, I don't know what happened. I freed my parents. I took responsibility. Like, if I want something different in my life, what happened in my past does not matter. And I actually realized my parents, they were my teachers. My mom showed me where I wasn't unconditionally loving, right? Because I, I had conditions to my love towards her because she was not like, she wasn't deserving it, of it in my eyes. But that's all a reflection of me, right? Yeah. And she was my teacher. And I got to free them and take responsibility. This is where I'm at right now. Where do I want to be? Exactly. And that's why everybody here needs to ask themselves, whether you're in business or not, or you want to jump into a business or you want to make more money, you need to ask yourself, where are you? And are you willing to take the responsibility to get to your goals? Yeah. When you Stop. blame someone else or something else, you are giving away your power. Yep. You don't know who you are. You have no idea what you can do. You have no idea what you can create. You are so missing the mark on who you are. And I really, really invite you to look into yourself a little bit deeper because you can create some magnificent shit. I'm telling you that, right? Like all the greats in the world, you think that you have anything different from them. You don't. We're all the same. The difference is what I believe I can do versus what you believe you can do. Yeah. That's so it. I heard so, somewhere before, I forget where, but it said um, so many people have so much potential in them that they'll never unlock because of the ways that they're stuck in. The programming. Yeah. yeah. Old programming. You continue to believe, uh, blame your circumstances. You continue to blame your family or this or that. Remember this, I uh, can do this if that, right? That means there's something else yeah. controlling your experience other than you. Exactly. Yeah. 
The results come from you. Nobody else, nothing else, no one else. That's so right. Ranch, um, I know that you're having a workshop coming up. Yeah, I you're doing am. A 3D oh masterclass on the on the laws, I, the universal laws. I am, and you guys can join me in my group. Um, are we going to provide the link, or should we? Yeah, yeah, we'll put the link yeah. under this video. Okay, and perfect. it is August. I'm going to just double check here. that. We just wrote the dates today. August 13th, I believe. Yes. Uh, no, it's August 16th to 16th. 18th. Yeah. yeah. August 16th to 18th. I'm going to be working with the laws because honestly, guys, that's all we can operate from. If you're not working with them, you're going against them and the resistance is there and your life is the result of that. Right? So um, I'm really excited to be delivering that and bring you to that space of operating from an effortless way and allow things to just come to and through you in a fashion that you would like to experience. You got to choose. Awesome. Yes, <laughs> you got to choose. So whether you believe in the laws or not, or you're just curious of, of how they work, make sure you head on to that group. We will put the link underneath uh, this video. If you guys got value out of it, make sure you invite people to this group and tag them in it. We have a special guest tomorrow who's going to be speaking on leadership. So this group is all about growing awareness and growing your sales. So that's what we want to do for you guys. So if you know anybody who needs that and who needs to hear this story today, please make sure you invite them to the group and tag them below so that they can experience the workshop as well. Ranch, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love doing this. I love you guys. And these guys know what they're talking about. Follow them. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. We'll chat with you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. Join us for our next episode with more exciting and mind-blowing information you won't want to miss. You can also visit our Facebook group, Mindset Theory, for more valuable information in mindset and strategy.